0: Hello and welcome to Good News That Actually Is, where 3 to 5 sets you free to thrive. 3 to 5 minute encouragements to help your joy by empowering your soul. I am your host, Tim Ashley. hello everyone it's friend friday again and today i have with me my good friend uh, brother Doss. he's uh, from india and has a tremendous ministry there and in fact i'll let him tell you all about that and himself because he can do a better job of it than i can and uh so uh, brother Doss, if you'd like to take a little time and just acquaint everybody with who you are and and where you are and the things that you're doing and uh it, that would be fantastic so
1: Oh, thank you so much. I'm so grateful to connect you all through this uh, Friend Friday meeting. Thank you so much, this amazing opportunity to connect you with you all. I'm incredibly grateful to God and his servant, the man of God, who introduced me to you. Well, I come from India. Um, I, my mama was a Catholic, my dad was a Hindu, and uh, <laughs> we were brought up in that uh, mixed culture.
0: We call that confusion.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep, um, uh, well, uh, we had a lot of issues in the family uh, mm-hmm. with these two different uh, sort of life. Uh, but my dad was a devotee to his own faith, though he had an encounter with Jesus when he was 18 years old. Uh-huh. He, he wasn't uh, an ardent uh, follower of Christ because of a lot of things happened. Um, but miraculously, in short, our family was saved through a miracle took place in our family, a healing when a man of God, who is now in New York, Pastor Johnson Manuel, a man walked into our village, knocked out our door, when my sister, who was having asthma attack, my dad, who was an Ayurvedic, you know, the herbal medical man treating patients, but he couldn't heal my younger sister but Mm. here comes a man of god came to our family and prayed and a miracle healing and we turned to the lord (laughs) i was aiming to become a medical doctor as uh, my profession then i was passionate for jesus i thought wow i can heal the people with this medicine and heal the souls with the message of jesus when i encountered jesus in a youth conference when i was 18 years old and uh, the preachers said, India has thousands of doctors, thousands of engineers, but fewer people to preach the gospel. Yeah. Millions of people, as you know, 1.3 billion people today in India. If you put the Canada, North America, Central America, and whole of South America, we have more people in India. But wow. we don't have gospel preachers. And uh, as per uh, Joshua Project, More than 43% of the world's unreached population lives in India. Wow. More than 500,000 villages without a Christian witness. That is the the statistics of my country. I thought I could do what the Lord wants. I dedicated my life. And uh, I went for a viral training. Uh, I was passionate, passionate to preach Jesus. And I travelled across the country. I come from a state where Christianity is more affluent, affluent, and the politicians and well-educated people. Because the tradition, say Saint Thomas came to the province where I come from. But when I went travelled across the nation, situation is the same. Mm. So I was crying and crying and praying to God. The harvest in front of me is so huge. The need is so great. I dedicate my life, Lord what can I do? I heard a voice of the Lord back in 1994 which said to me you will not only go but you will be sent it. That was like a voice, I audibly heard it the Lord speaking to me and I humbled my life and dedicated for that service. Back in 1995, I completed my training in 96 February, 95 October uh, the college, the seminary where I was undergoing uh, the training, they have a vision of sending the whole students to plant church in a location on a particular day. And I was assigned as the leader to organize the whole project. And uh, being passionate for the unreached people, I took the whole students to a place where there are no Christians at all. <laughs> and, uh, what happened at the end of the day is quite tragic. We all were beaten up, our bibles were burned, bleeding bodies, torn clothes. Many of my mm. friends lost their teeth. Uh, when we wow. came back to the college, it was like we were coming from a defeated war. And there was a meeting with the staff, and they all the staff said, I am uh, you are the man who did this mistake of taking our students to that place where fanatic Hindus have done it. And they said, We have. We're not able to plant a church, we lost our resources and even our students lost their courage to preach the gospel. I came down and I was praying and praying for many hours. Uh, we started at 8 o'clock, I was there in the prayer room till early morning, half past one around the quarter to two. I, I, I just lift up my hands to heaven and said, Lord, here I am. In uh, three months time, I will be completing my studies here. Mm. And once I complete, I will go back to this same place. I want to see either a church is planted or let these fanatic people kill me I want to do or die that was Ooh, the yeah. word I took it for my life and uh, I went there in uh, 1996 uh, march and I always say to the people I'm still alive <laughs> <laughs> so you know the result the result is God in his providence in his in his power enabled me to plant a church. I learned a lot in that hard mission field. I was not knowing the local language. I was not aware of the local culture. It's a different culture, different region, different practices, but God used me through signs, miracles and wonders. God's presence was there. Mm. And there, whatever I learned became a foundation for me to train young people and send them to mission. And our watchword is do or die. No turning back. No turning back. This is a mm-hmm. calling. Take up the cross and follow. Uh, I, I, I should say it, it's not uh, um, human born uh, where we are just killing ourselves. No. We yeah. want to live and do the ministry. We want to live. But our priority is preach the gospel. We are not, um, we are not under fear. We are not under intimidation, intimidated by the situation. Rather, we train our young people to be bold.
0: That's that's awesome. You know, I saw, I saw the latest report on uh, your 2021 uh, graduating class, and my heart was so encouraged to see 73 uh, men and women uh, completing their studies to be commissioned to go back and either serve, uh, churches in particular areas. Uh, very few of them were going there. Most of them were going to plant churches and areas in great need of, uh, of a Christian presence and a gospel proclamation. So that's, that's fantastic. That's, that's so great that they're, they're being raised up like that. And, and, uh, and that's just in 2021 alone every year, you raise up a new class of students who are going to be commissioned out uh, to preach the gospel in unreached areas and plant churches and, and do the work of the kingdom. And that's just, that's tremendous. I just think that's incredible. So I appreciate that work that you guys are doing. Um, das, it's it's great to hear what you're sharing there in your testimony and, and that in by itself is wonderfully encouraging, but is there something the Lord's put in your heart to share with the audience that might be viewing or listening that would be an encouragement to them today? Is there something you could bring in the way of uh, an encouragement?
1: Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, uh, let, me, let me read a scripture uh, from uh, Mark chapter 16, verse number 19. Mm-hmm. Mark chapter 16, verse 19, I'm reading it from Ivy worship. Um, it says, after the Lord Jesus had spoke to them, he was taken up into heaven and he sat at the right hand of God. Mm. Was number 20. Then the disciples went out, preached everywhere, and the Lord worked with them, mm-hmm. confirmed his word by the signs that accompanied it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, This always encourages me. I always read this to encourage myself. That is something I want to encourage you all. Jesus is at the right hand of God as the person with authority and power. Mm -hmm. And there is a commission given to his disciples. And the disciples didn't keep silent, rather, they went out everywhere. Yeah. Disciples went out and preached everywhere. And I always say to people, anywhere and everywhere, yeah. anyone and everyone should hear the name
0: Jesus. Yeah.
1: Through my mouth and your mouth. We are the mouthpiece of Jesus in this generation. We don't know whether they believe or not. We don't know whether they turn to God or not, but right. I am commissioned by him to proclaim it, and I like the second part, it says, it's not they went alone and preached, it says, the Lord worked with them. Yeah. I'm not working alone.
0: No. <laughs> he is
1: working with me, he is working in me, changing the lives of the people. So my beloveds, as you hear me, I challenge you, don't be silent for Jesus, speak it out. Jesus is working with you. You are not working alone. Sometimes we are disappointed. Why people are not hearing? Why people are not turning? Don't stop. Jesus is still at his business working with you and he did miracles confirming what I am speaking through science miracle which is
0: accompanying
1: my preaching. So I would encourage everyone because in the gospel of Matthew chapter 24, verse number 14, it says, and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations. And then the end will come. We always yeah. say, come Lord Jesus, come. But the Lord is waiting for me and you to partner me together, mm-hmm. taking this gospel to every nation, every people. And I said, when I say nations and it is ethnic group people, people are on our doorstep. They are on our next door. People from all over the world are coming into the Western world. And I would say people are on your next door. It's not in Africa and India alone. They are at your doorstep. Yeah. Take time and share Jesus to them. Let the Lord confirm what you say with signs and miracles that is accompanying Let's not be ashamed of the gospel.
0: Amen. The gospel yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's excellent. You know, I've been telling leaders here in the, uh, in uh, America that what the pandemic did in 2020 is uh, we've been so busy going out and evangelizing everywhere else, we kind of left our own home base untouched. And so it's uh, reemphasized the importance of uh, local you know uh in your own home place being a voice and doing the same thing here that you're doing uh, in the nations and so I'm, I'm so glad you're giving that encouragement because it's time for the church to rise up in every nation you know and indigenous missionaries be raised disciples trained equipped and put into the harvest field labor is raised up and sent into the harvest field right where they live and uh, letting the gospel be heard so so good us what you're saying now everybody hearing this is probably going to want to know <clears throat> more about who you are and what you're doing so where could they go online to find out more information uh, about the ministry that you're doing?
1: Thank you. Um, we have a website uh-huh. which uh, you could look into as www. Yes, we, yes, Um It is yesvsindia.org. Yes, or in right. Google, you can search Satya Veda Seminary. It's a missionary training center church blanders training center in india then you will get it or you can reach out to me in my email pastor das at hotmail.com
0: so pastor das pastor dust das right at hotmail.com ( Shaun've--] okay
1: that's my email
0: (face) all right now i'll put i'll be putting these links uh up in the video portion of this and i'll also include them in description uh categories when it's all published and put up so uh that way make it easier for people to find as well but for those that are listening to the audio they'll be able to follow based on what we've given them as far as places to go and uh i know you're you're a busy guy you've got a lot going on and it's it's later at night there than it is here you're five hours ahead of us And so I don't want to keep you too very long, but uh, I do want to uh, just show my appreciation for you taking time to come on. Now, uh, how many places in India, how many churches have you planted so far uh, through the ministry there in India today?
1: Thank you so much. We have over 2,480 plus churches planted so far across the nation. Wow. And there are 596 Church planters are working across the country in different locations.
0: That's incredible. That's that's incredible. So that's that's encouraging, and and it's great to know that because it is in, uh, like you said, you gave the stat the statistics early on in the in in this interview. Um, it is a, it is a large nation with many people, and, and and the need, the harvest is plenteous, and the need for laborers is great. Uh, so, uh, we'll continue to pray that more laborers be raised up and that the Lord will bring the supply necessary to get done everything that he says he wants done. And so that's so critically important. So I, I thank you so much, Doss, for taking time to encourage the people on the broadcast today, uh, on this spring Friday. And it's such a privilege to have you. And of course, we hope to have you some more. So.
1: Thank you, Pastor Tim. I'm eternally grateful to
0: you. Thanks for tuning in today. Never forget that you are loved by a faithful God whose obedient son, Jesus Christ, willingly died on a cross so that you can live today and always from the abundance of his life in you. Please subscribe and share this with others so that they too can experience the three to five that sets you free to thrive. And be sure to tune in next time. To Good News That Actually Is. Please visit us at our website, goodnewsthatactuallyis.com. There you'll find transcripts of the program, video files, and other opportunities. We look forward to visiting with you there and ask you to subscribe. Have a great day.